Miss Tamara Hong. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Uncensored Horror. The three of us together, the three strangest people you've ever met. Anyway, we're here. We're back. We are ready to talk. We are. We are. We're summoning the um OG three powers of of Uncensored Horror because it's time for slasher territory. We love a slasher. We, we all know that we love a slasher, and uh, we are going to probably look. I'm gonna expose my cards nice and early probably one of the best modern day slashes if we're honest mm-hmm. mm. but anyway how are you first of all ladies and gentlemen how are you my luscious serial killer luke how are you uh actually speaking of dying i nearly did yesterday so uh we decided to clean but uh, i don't know how relevant this is to uncensored horror was doing my yard right and like loads and loads of like palm fronds and stuff to the dump in like 38 degree heat so i actually had like a little mini stroke and i've decided now that i will be much nicer to my dogs because they were trying to revive me like they were getting water and stuff and like rubbing it all over me and i'm like oh they actually care so maybe i should yeah. too yeah. you should be nicer to your animals Katie, oh, your animals were trapped Katie's animals were trying to scare the shit out of her when she was watching. Yeah, quite quite opposite. Uh, my animals um, don't give a shit about me. Uh, you know, they have decided quite early on that you know if I die, they're just going to eat my body. So whatever, it is what it is. And you know, <laughs> well, that was my very real fear too, Katie. That they were like, if I collapse during like having my stroke, that if I split my head or something, they'll be like, oh, food. But. Yeah. No, well, they, were, well, they were actually genuinely concerned, it seemed. Well, I was uh, telling my, my handsome friend Steve here that, you know, I always knew this is a scary movie. I forgot how friggin' scary this movie was. And, you know, Kurt Russell... Have we told the audience what it's about? I mean, obviously they know from the title of the show. Yeah, well, you know, right. Kurt Russell says this is one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. And if McCready says it's scary, it's fucking scary. So. That McCarthy agrees. So, yes, we will not bury the lead any further. Today, ladies and gentlemen, ghouls and goblins, killers and scream queens, we are discussing 2008's The Strangers. I can't believe it's that long ago, okay, to and, be honest and you with have you. To, you have to use that shot. You have I to have to that. because that's the moment where shit hits the fan for me. We're gonna, we will that, talk about it. And, but, that yeah. shot is where my cat started meowing at the door. So I'm watching. Okay, so I'm just spoiler alert. I'm watching this movie in a dark, empty house. No one's home but me and the cats, and they're starting to meow at my at my empty. You know, oh, the door's open in my bedroom, and the cats are meowing at the door. And th- that's the scene that they started meowing at. So yeah, of course they do. Kind of like I'm done. They know stranger danger when they see it. Yep, done. They and they're do. gonna eat my body, and they're gonna eat my body, and that's it. <laughs> so as we as we were saying, uh, The Strangers is a 2008, my God, psychological horror movie written and directed by Brian Bertino. Now, this is one of those movies that is inspired by real events. Now, the first is this is the first installment in a series, and we'll discuss that a bit later, which is why we're starting to do this now. But the movie is inspired by, of course, the Manson Tate LaBianca murders. And a series of break-ins that occurred 
in Bettino's neighbourhood when he was a child. It's mm-hmm. also got some um, similarities to the Katie Cabin Mountain murders. Um, so there's there's a little bit of reality soaked into this this uh, strange tour, strange story of killers and and oh, oh. now I I saw this at the movies. I saw this at the movies first time, like in two thousand and eight. I was there. I mm-hmm. I witnessed it, and um, I think did you guys go to the cinemas to see this I, when it came I out? I think I did. No. I, I can't remember. It's been so long, but you know, rewatching this, you notice just like a whole lot of genre uh, references. Like, I don't want to spoil it, so I guess. Um, Talk about when we get there. Well, some things I can bring up, like the neighborhood houses were created to look like some famous horror houses like Amityville, just to name one. And there were some other horror references, and we'll get there. We'll We'll get there. there. We'll get there. But this is really one of those movies where it's scary because it's realistic, but it's also scary because it's pulling from some of the scariest moments in other scary movies. Definitely, it, it's taking it, well. it back to the streets like Halloween did all those decades ago, mm-hmm. taking the horror out of, you know, this was the, the generation of many Saw sequels and all that kind of stuff. So we were not really thinking about our literal own backyards when it came to horrible things happening. And this movie, I think anyone who's seen it, will tell you that it is a scary movie. I think this this is one of those ones that gets you right in the backyard because well, it, it definitely embodies it that sense of dread. Yeah, yeah it's got that yeah. real sense of dread throughout the film because you just know it's going to get worse and it's already bad. So, I mean, I think home invasion horror hits differently, right? Yeah, because it's so real. It's not one of those like possession monsters where it's like oh, like that's never going to happen because like zombie serial like, killers. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's, it's, you have to put your, you have to take yourself out of it to make yourself feel a little scared. This, you have to like convince yourself. It's not going to happen. It's not going to, maybe it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. That's, that's Statistically, it probably won't, but things like, <laughs> let's be like, we know the crime rate here right now, Steve, is really high and it is home invasions right now and yeah. like people stealing cars and things a doctor just got stabbed be- oh. during a home invasion it so it's set. like it looks like your own backyard it looks like your house it looks like your parents house it looks like i was house. yeah very i was a bit i was a bit taken to taken because i've just spent so much time near where you are katie driving around going oh i like I watching it last tongue. night I watching it tongue. last night i was like this is like I can I can relate I can yeah. relate to this yeah it's, it's scary and, um, because it's a very real scenario yeah I watched the unrated version so I there might be a little couple of little extra scenes in there um it's the only version I watch now it's the version I own if that makes sense yeah, I <laughs> so there's a theatrical the cut yeah I don't think but, I watch um, the unrated version but it's got a few extra mm-hmm. scenes and it makes it a bit like oh Oh, okay. So, So The Strangers follows a, a couple in distress, James Hoyt and Kristen McKay, played brilliantly by Scott Speedman and Liv Tyler. This movie, I think, could have gone 
a very different way had it not been in the hands of these actors. I think that they both did an amazing job at not only the horror aspects, but that whole fraction relationship moment. That The beginning of this movie is so uncomfortable, but for another reason. Yeah, like they're mm. that whole um, the they've they've returned from a wedding, mm. and he's proposed to her, and she has said no. This all like unfolds in the first twenty minutes or so of the movie, but that uncomfortable vibe is there straight away, pretty much. You're like, I mean, I we get the, right, the, Steve. Like, if yeah. we didn't have brilliant performances, this story wouldn't have flew. Like, it needed solid performances behind it to to get it off the ground. Well, you know, I think makes it so tense is because you can tell they still very much care about each other. And it's it's heartbreaking because you, neither yeah. of them want to hurt each other. That's what I just said to Katie. Like, I, I've just literally just finished. We're, we're, we're doing a double recording today. So I've just finished the second movie. Like, I've been on an emotional roller coaster. I can't either. I need a moment to calm down. So talking it through is going to be good. So they are staying at uh, James's uncle's house, I believe. Or no, James, their their family, his family. It's home, James's uh, parents' summer home. Parents, yes. So, so they're they're staying there after the wedding, and he thought it would be a big romantic moment. So there's you know champagne and rose petals everywhere, and it's just kind of awkward. It's just so awkward mm. <laughs> and like painful, and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, so James calls his friend Mike to come and get him in the morning. Mm-hmm. And this is all happening at 4am. Like, I remember watching this movie the first time and when we went back to watch it to not like this, so I'm like, oh, my God, this is a really long movie. That's right. It isn't, though. But it's no. because once it starts, it t- it gets you to that tension point really, really quickly. And kind of like edges you for the whole movie. So you're like, oh my God, this feels like... It's a little bit exhausting to be on edge for that long, isn't it? It is. And I I was like watching the time. I like looked at, purposely looked at the timing because I was like, I remember this being a long movie just because of the psychological state it puts you in. You're like, oh shit, pretty much straight away. And the fact that it happens at 4 like, 4am as well. You're so close to daytime, but yet so far away. Like, it's just that really creepy hour of the nighttime. It also kind of makes me wonder, where was the wedding? What time did it end? I mean, like, not not for nothing, but my bedtime is solidly 7.30. No, what time did that end? What time did that end? Sometimes when people go to a wedding reception, like, they party through the night. And, you know, people, you know, especially people with lives end up like, you know, socializing and stuff into early hours of the morning. And, you know, they might have been staying. Exactly, right? (laughs) This is it for us. Um, (laughs) What is that? But, yeah, like maybe the wedding was an hour away, even. They had to get get home and after the wedding. Oh, okay. Okay. There's not much much socializing in this film, but that's okay. No. So James and Kristen go on this little kind of emotional roller coaster that kind of leads to that. It's like sad breakup sex that they're about to have. It's like that unhealthy, unhealthy band aids for that relationship. He gets he gets cock blocked in the worst way. Sure does. (laughs) Worst way by a knock on the door. 
God damn it, Tamara. And a blonde girl in the shadows asking, is Tamara home? So they dismiss her and she wanders off into the darkness, which is, you know, creepy enough as it is. I wouldn't answer the door at four o'clock in the morning, just quietly. Well, you would, yeah, though, no, if there's bang, be. bang, 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 bang. Like, you probably no. would, because you don't know if it could be the police, could be anything. Like... Uh, no, no, fuck that. Wouldn't answer. <laughs> well, the police would say, it's the police. I would assume. That, that. no. At 4 uh, a killer would say, it's the police, too, if they wanted you to open the door. <laughs> I'm not answering shit. If it's that, I, I, I you'll come shit. back at a normal hour. <laughs> Yeah, nah. exactly. Nah. So, and if you ask Jeffrey, the ring doorbell will take care of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so James, James is doing his heartbroken male thing and wants to go and buy a pack of cigarettes for Kristen. I'd be saying you can fucking suck on the end of the dick, you bitch, for saying no. <laughs> but um, anyway, he even lights a fire for her so she's comfortable and rah rah rah. And leaves her and she's dead alone in the house. Now, once she is alone, we get another at the door. She's back. She's back. <laughs> she's back, you know, asking for Tamara. And that's, I don't know. Even then, I was like, this is not good. I just remembered it like, this is not. See, the second okay. knock you call the police, then it's like, okay, this is now harassment. This is weird. They've already told this the is, idiot that there's no camera here. This is not okay. And this is why you should have um, answered the door the first time. Yeah, so Kristen, Kristen kind of gets terrorized here. Uh, the chimney flue gets closed on her, so, you know. The house starts to fill with smoke. Smoke alarm goes off. Uh, her, her. I, I love the cell phone though. That was like very much put it in two thousand and eight for me. I was like, oh, oh yeah, the flip that's phone. Cute. Classic. Yeah. I'm gonna make a call. <laughs> right. Uh, there needs to be a call. I've got a phone. But this is where. This is where this moment happens. And it is one of the creepiest shots. <laughs> he just kind of crawls out from the dark. Oh. He just, but that's the problem. He's just there. And there's no music. The thing that, that's so, I think, effective about it is that there is no musical scene or anything. She's in the frame, and then all of a sudden he's in the frame with her, and she has no idea. Like, that is the scariest thing to me. I don't know why. There's no creaking. Well, it upset Katie's things at the time. <laughs> like, you know, even just... they knew some shit was going down. Oh, God. I just, and I was... so, it's so upsetting. Like, how did he get And then all of a sudden, as I was saying to Katie, all of a sudden the, the camera starts to do some interesting, like, the camera gets unsteady and it starts to pulse oh, and like... all that kind of thing. Yeah, we go for it. It's us to autofocus. Um, we get, yeah, we get, it's it's like a visceral reaction from the camera to what's happening too, which is which is really, really cool. Everything's been a nice, steady shot. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I, I just like. Uh, oh, well, uh, no, it, it makes your stomach but, turn like immediately. It's like, oh, oh. But no. even, even worse, right? The thing is when she sees the smoke alarm that she's knocked down onto the floor, sitting on the chair. Yep. I would die. No, I'd, I'd be out I would of that house. I would probably just have a massive heart attack on the spot and just be dead on the ground. Mm, I, I think, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even think I'd be thinking, I'd just be running. Like, I think I'd just Because you know that fell. Like, you know mm-hmm. that fell. It would be. The, I think the old me would be like, I would be still really scared. Trust me, like the shit's going down. But I would be arming myself to the teeth at this point. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're gonna die, bitch, not me, mm. you little blonde bitch. It would be a trick <laughs> for me. It would be a channeling those track and field days and running, running. Yeah, this running. is the start. This is the start of the shit. Bra, Bob. The shit hitting, Black shit hitting the fan because. Not then she then she goes for her phone and the phone's gone. Oh. Like someone's in the house. I don't like that I can't imagine it makes my body react, you know, like because that feeling. In the house. You know, yeah, it's and very so you know too, like if they're sneaking around and doing that stuff too, they're not there to rob yeah. you or anything. Like some bad shit's no. gonna happen, right? <laughs> mm. Mm, yeah. Girl. It's, 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 yeah, and she's it's, yeah. It's hitting all those spots where you're like running upstairs instead of out the door. It's just like oh, and just God. that the the realization that Liv Tyler like her performance that it, it's it is that slow build of going oh my God that wasn't there before oh my God mm-hmm. the phone's gone all those those fucking bangs that of shit getting thrown at windows and stuff just mm-hmm. catch you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She arms herself finally. But then when she opens that curtain and that mask's there, that is full force, code red, diarrhea all yep. over the floor <laughs> moment. Like they no. call them a cave round. Yeah, in the, no, in the I, world. I I would shit that hard, there'd be blood. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that, so you'd have a code red, Garth. It's all right. Code you'd, red. You'd have a little anal aneurysm, <laughs> would you, sweet? I would. <laughs> As if you wouldn't. I mean. There's nothing worse in movies and like just when you turn when you suddenly turn around, there's someone there. You're like, uh, uh. and then, and then she like she comes out of there, and that front fucking door is open that she locked from the inside. It's like run out it, run straight out it. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's what I'm yeah. saying. And, like, and she goes into the house. All these dumb choices. I know, oh, but I I just don't know. Like, if that door was, I would just crap. I would just like. I would. She closes the door. The doll faces. Doll faces sitting there looking back at her. You know, she manages. So to what get were the three the... masks again? Because I I haven't refreshed recently. Okay, so like I'm going. So we'll talk. We'll talk. I want to talk okay. about the masks in just a sec. So um, okay. She locks herself in the bedroom, but they are inside that fucking house because no. they're banging on walls. They're mm. they're like, oh, God, they're fucking. They're in that house, and then they're gonna get you. The music, the music stops, mm. and she hears the footsteps coming up the hallway. It's, mm. it's. I was like, oh, I just remember. I remember being in the cinemas, just holding on to the fucking seat press, going. 
Mitch, you're going to die. You're going to die right now. Only to find James has returned home. <laughs> so we're going to have a break in the tension now. As Luke was just saying, I think part of, a big part of this is obviously the acting. But another part of it are these masks. I mean, they are creepy. So you've got Dollface, which is the one to the left. You've got um, the sack man. And then you've got the pit-up girl. Yeah. And they're, they're just, like, human but not human. Not you know, like, enough, just creepy enough to be really unsettling. And I think that they do they go a big way into, um, you know, pushing that, that fright level further. So Kristen's at this point, you know, justifiably scared shitless. And he think he doesn't believe her straight away. Do you agree? Yeah. Um, I think he believes that she saw, like, the girl that they've, like, been talking to, but I don't think he believes that she saw the guy in the mask. Until he goes outside. Yes, yes, yes. yes. (laughs) Until he goes outside, the car that he just drove has been... But, you know... Typical male, typical gaslighting son of a bitch. And see, they come back from a wedding reception. They may have been a little bit inebriated still. So, you know, things don't really register. Just teasing. Just teasing. And then there's. Oh, look. You know, they do make. But, you know, they do make. 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 They Ram it with that big old truck and force them back into the house. It's like, oh, okay. They tried to do the smart thing, props, but you still got fucked up. Like, you are not. But the thing is, they tried to do the smart thing about three steps too late. Yeah, but I, yeah, look, I am willing, as, as, you know, horror fans, we can suspend our disbelief. A certain amount, especially and, at four o'clock in the morning off. after you've been in the wedding. The dumbest, think... These aren't the dumbest um, victims <laughs> or survivors in a horror film. Like we've no, seen some real not, dumb stuff. No, they're not the dumbest. Not that we've come but... across. And I think what makes it really interesting and it keeps that tension is there's always something happening in the background in this movie. Like they'll be darting through the woods and you won't see who it is, or you know. There's someone sitting on the swing set, <laughs> you know, they're like, just like, out of shot. I liked the use of the music as yeah. co- covering their tracks. Yeah, right. I, li- I liked that a lot. It, it, it was efficient and it was yeah. unnerving because you knew what it was doing. Yeah. Anytime you hear the music, uh, oh, for fuck's sake, something's going to happen. Oh, God, it's gonna... Something's going to happen. Oh, but it, it was really... It kept you off kilter as well because you didn't know what was going to happen when. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they've just been they've just been pretty much bombarded back into the house. They get the shotgun, which is amazing. You know, they do the right thing. <laughs> they do the right thing. Except he admits he doesn't know how to load it or use it. But well, we find out very it. soon that he. We find out very well, soon that he does know how to use it. Can, who, oh, yeah, can, who can load a shotgun and use one? I've never had you. I can do it really good in Fortnite. But, you know, uh, I just I, I, the button. You pulled, you pulled it together. 
Yeah, I have I have shot a shotgun. I've never put one together. Listen, he pulled it. Oh, I've shot one actually. I have, but I never put it together, and I and it was already ready to go. James yeah. pulled it together because and they hurt. Because... They hurt yeah. like a mofo. Like in the movies when you recoil. see like little people just like shooting shotguns at people and running along, I'm like, that's not real because that landed me on my ass nearly when I shot it. That yeah. recoil, baby. Our, our friend in the in the sack mask uh, comes through all, uh, here's Johnny on him. And he uh, yeah. definitely uh, <laughs> came through with the shotgun. Pumps one out. Yeah. And, Pumps one out. I, mean, Ellie, I, was, I thought, oh, that, that's a good one. But I, I got to be honest. Oh, that's a good one. After. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I fucking hate you. But. He admitted that he didn't know how to look. And then he, he, well, he certainly knows how to discharge it. Let's put it that way. But as bang, and as, um, premature. As, as poor Mike finds out, <laughs> poor Mike was trying to do the right thing. Mike's trying to be a good buddy. And this is where, um, the extended scene happens because, uh, in, in the theatrical cut, does, the sack face guy follow Mike around the house? Yes. Yes. There, he ominously follows a, him. I think it's a bit longer in the theatrical cut because he is behind him. But as soon as he gets in the house, he's behind him with his fucking axe going. Yeah, he's following him. And then the music stops and, you know. Music Mike, stops. And Mike Poor gets, Mike gets Mike, Mike dispatched. Gets got and uh, Sackhead is uh, mysteriously missing. Yeah, and that that scene, I thought that part was was played really well too. When he goes, like after you know, I've shot someone. Oh my god! And he knows he shot someone because there's blood everywhere. Why yeah. was he wearing a mask? Why was he wearing a mask? Like he wasn't, you know, he says like he wasn't wearing a mask. Yep. He wasn't wearing a mask. Why was he? Yeah. Oh, they realize he's shot his fucking best friend in the head with a shotgun. You know, she's they're obviously very fucking. Um, traumatized at this point. It's just like, oh god. You know. Yeah, I'd say like if the wedding wasn't off before, it's not happening now. Like, there's yeah. just too much now. I know there's trauma bonding, but there's also trauma. Like, holy fuck. You know, <laughs> what the hell? I, I can't remember now. Did they ever go after his phone? Yeah. Oh, it happens at the end. I'm gonna talk to you about that because. I can't remember what 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 happens in the cut. Um, so, Mike, Mike, wait, am, am I in the wrong? Oh, there's cat, cat ass everywhere. Cat ass, cat ass. James. See, they James. know we're talking about the movie again. See, it's, get, it's got them hooked. They're <laughs> James remembers that there is a radio transmitter, of course, outside in the ominously dark shed slash barn. Oh. Oh. So he he leaves her in the house. I don't know if this is happening to me. The last thing I would be doing is splitting up. You don't split up in a horror movie. You don't split up. You don't. You don't. When you know now, it's 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 for real. Yeah. You, know, you know it's, it's for real. real. I'll just go and investigate that strange noise. Like you know, there's sure. shit going on there. Pretty sure Randy yeah. Meeks established this rule back in '96. Yeah. Did he not? He did, he, but he did. I know no. he got got too, but 
But James, we, James is trying to be a hero, try, trying to be the man, you know, trying to be the man, and you know, thinks he can take Pinup Girl when he comes across her in the backyard, only to be, you know, knocked unconscious by the sack-headed man mask. And the shotgun goes off, which, you know, makes Kristen react. She runs to the barn. Now, what oh, did she trip over? I don't know, but whatever, it, it fucking hurt. Because I felt that in my shins. I, I did too, I but like, like, at first I thought she got caught in a trap. And I was just kind of reeling. And then I realized there's nothing there. And I thought, he loves it, bitch. I think it, might, it must be something like, I have a very, um, I don't know. When I was at school, we were doing a cross country down on this little like field that they'd um, nominated, and there was a mm-hmm. big bit of rebar sticking out of the. And I ran into that, <laughs> so yeah. I I, mean, I likened that pain. I'm like I I feel that pain. I'm like oh god, my shins. It's very. Possible. I've got a terrible <laughs> shin injury as well. Like um, <laughs> I fell down a thing at school. I got pushed actually. We and this boy were like play fighting. And we both fell oh, down this garden bank, and um, we were children. And uh, the garden was built on like a cement block, so my shin came down on the cement block here. I might be able to shake the scar. Like, I don't know if you can see. It's somewhere there. Like, it's a long. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I see. So it. it's a longer shin. Like, it was scraped to the bone. It was awful. And I just remember yeah. the pain as a child. I still remember it now. So when she but, fell. And it, it's, it's pain that makes you feel sick. Like it's that, it's that pain that goes. It's oh, that very hurts. possible they could have like dug a hole for her to. Yeah, it's something, something happens. I, I just remember, I feel pain every time that bit happens. I go, oh God. I mean, later so on, she, later on, she stops yeah. limping. You catch it real quick and then she starts limping again. Yeah. Well, it could be it could be adrenaline. Adrenaline does good things to you, it, you know. Yeah, fair it enough. Dulls those pain receptors sometimes, but have that. I didn't realize how tense this barn scene was either because I was trying to watch this last night at an odd hour, so I had it turned up, but I had the subtitles on as well, and it's like creaking floor. I'm like, oh shit! I always have <laughs> like, subtitles on. Like it's so you you underestimate. And watching it with the subtitles really kind of brought it forward to me. Those people knew every inch of that space. So, you know what I mean? They knew what they, they had every intention of hunting people in that space. They knew ins and outs of the buildings. They knew all that kind of stuff. And that is scary. That's that is some scary shit. It's very a little um, bit well, you know what I was thinking? It's, I, it's a different genre, but did you ever see that Jennifer Lopez movie enough where she learns like the ins and outs of the house so she can effectively fight her uh, abusive husband? It's I, never watched it. I, I never watched no, it. I never watched it. I know she'd had enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like that. Like she knew like every crevice yeah. of that house. She knew where everything was sitting in that house. So it's, it's kind of like that. Like they knew where everything was, so they could. And of course, attack. Odd thing with this movie: as soon as the the radio comes to life, it gets fucking axed. You're like, just when, just like when James comes home and they're looking for the phone and the phone's melting in the fucking fireplace. You're like, what is this life? Like that I don't is, understand. Like that's that is a, fucked up. That's that's a beautiful scene though. It's like, oh, 
as that's such a sense of dread that you just want to really instill in the audience like she's fucked <laughs> it's over no survivors yeah. so yeah they this is this is kind of we're getting close to the point <laughs> no pun intended the pointy end of the thing where Kristen is basically out there by herself and watching the carnage shake place. They've set the car on fire. There is no escape. <laughs> She's crippled. She's out there getting taunted by this woman with a fucking knife until, you know, old mate comes and gets her again. <laughs> he's, he's just like this big brutish, like, animal. He's the muscle. He's, just, he's the muscle. Definitely knocks her out drags her now this is yeah the the dragging was a lot too through the blood like <laughs> down the hallway and her trying to fight to stay conscious was 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 like oh oh my god you can do it you can do it but this is i don't, I don't this this turn about when the sun comes up you're like the nightmare is usually over like do you know what i mean the nightmare is usually over when the sun comes up in these movies, but the sun comes up and they take their masks off open and they take off their fucking masks. Now, originally, um, we were meant to see them. We were meant to see their faces in in the mm-hmm. original edit of the movie. We were meant to see their faces and they were meant to get dressed in James and Kristen's clothes and leave. Why and did they cut that in? Because they didn't want to identify Every, the actors. No, they, they said they didn't. People didn't like seeing people didn't like seeing their faces, and I think it is so much more powerful. No, I agree. Not, see, I, not seeing their faces scary, and watching watching those two actors react to seeing their faces and knowing what that means. Yeah, because if they can see them, they know they're not going to live. They know they're not leaving. Like they know that they're not leaving this house alive. And exactly. just the two different the two different portrayals. Like Scott Speedman's character, he's he's given. He knew. Like as soon as he was captured, he knew how this is going to end. And she's still fighting. She's still like she's still trying to bargain with with them to you know to to stop to go yeah. for them to leave. And <laughs> again probably the most disturbing part of this movie why are you doing this because, because you were home, home. oh because you were home i've got goosebumps even thinking about it it is so scary just to think it if could you have didn't been anyone. answer the fucking door yeah. maybe you would have lived it could have been anyone do you know what i mean it, it does it didn't have, have to be there anyone. but it could have mm-hmm. been anyone mm-hmm. and then oh they get Really stabbed. <laughs> they get real stabbed. They get real. They get. Stabbed. They get really stabbed. Um, really, really stabbed. Well, and for a horror, I don't. And I don't think it's gratuitous though. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It was worse because, like, it was just so. By that point, it was almost it's, like yeah, like shooting torture. a fish in the barrel. Like it was no, just, it's it's, it's it psychological torture at that point. It wasn't even gratuitous. They knew it was, was going to happen. Nope. It was just deep efficient stabbing because yep. they were just making it count yep and the the thing and it wasn't it wasn't fast it wasn't frenzied it wasn't manic it was slow and methodical and that's the scariest that's so scary mm-hmm. and her like both of them oh 
having it happen to each other while they're watching is just so sadistic and so mm -hmm. i don't know that's that's disturbing on another level like i'm i am not part of the torture porn like vibe no. that, that went through but this is different do you agree yeah, well, it's one bit even, harder it's because it didn't need to really. be. Yeah, it didn't need to be visually grotesque. It was psychologically grotesque. And it was, but it was. That's the thing. It wasn't. It wasn't visually grotesque. You could see them stabbing them, but we're not looking at organs and stuff. We're no. looking no, that, at the that's reaction. That's the difference between torture porn. Like you're seeing them stab, but you're not. Like you're seeing the blood, but you're not seeing the blood. Like you're not seeing yeah. the gore. You're not seeing like. It's not, it's not gratuitous. It's not like you're not seeing like, like it's not, it's not, that's yeah. not the focus. The focus is the pain. No, the focus it makes you, and it makes you focus on their, the actor's performance even more. Like, like right. Like you see them uh, getting stabbed, yeah. but you're focusing on Scott, like Speedman and you're focusing on Liv Tyler. You're focusing on their yeah. pain. You're focusing on them dying. You're focusing on how upset they are. You're focusing on the agony. Like it's so it's not the main. It's, yeah, it it point. it. I remember. I still remember complete silence in the cinema after that mm -hmm. because you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Right. And we cut. And <laughs> we yeah. We cut to the. We cut to the. Um. You know, the car driving away. This is where it was different, Katie. This is okay. where things change. Okay. So in the theatrical cut. They um after everyone's stabbed, mm -hmm. you cut you cut to the shot of the strangers driving away in their truck. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few daytime shots, and in the in the unrated version, um, Kristen regains consciousness. Oh, what? And yeah, like heavily, heavily bloodied and you know tortured, but sees Mike's phone. Mm hmm Oh, okay. Crawl crawls towards it. Dials the phone. Mm-hmm. Next minute, old mate's there behind him behind her just kneeling down watching. Oh <gasps> Yep. Yep. Turns her over and all she like it it's it's even worse. It's really heartbreaking because all she can do is just shield herself. Oh god. That's all she that's all oh, she god. does. Oh that's too much. And he he picks up the phone and walks away. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he picks up the phone and walks away, and then we go to the shot of the of the car driving away. Oh, so he doesn't even like stab her again? No, no, she's oh. just she just oh. like because she's bleeding from the mouth. She's fucked up. Like she's oh. Oh. well and truly oh, fucked okay. up. Yeah, oh. so That's it's okay. real. Yeah, okay. it's real pathetic. It's real pathetic. All she's doing is like. Like whimpering and and shielding her face, it's it's real disturbing. It's like oh god. So they cut um the strangers come across to two Christian bicyclists delivering the word of God. <laughs> One of the boys um talks into the truck and says, "Are you a sinner?" To which Dollface says, "Sometimes." Oh god. <laughs> and as they drive away. The pit-up girl says, it'll be easier next time. That just goosebumps. Yep, it'll be easier next time. <laughs> that was pretty easy for him that time. Just so these young boys, 
these young boys that arrive at the house. So the original after the John Larroquette beginning <laughs> and, you know, the um, the phone call, this is where the movie picks up from the beginning. Yeah. They discover, they discover, you know, the crime scene and obviously dead Scott Speedman, mm-hmm. obviously dead Mike. But in the very last seconds, Kristen comes alive screaming as we go to black and credits roll. That last section, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I was not okay. The yeah, fact that she was still alive. I'm like, oh, my God. Speaking of not okay, those boys are definitely not okay. Oh, yeah. They'll be trauma bonded for life. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Don't worry. That therapy bill is going to be a... And look, the determination it takes. But you do read about that, like, people that survive these fucking horrible, horrible attacks from serial killers. Yeah. I just cannot. Yeah. I just cannot. So let's talk a little bit about the impact that The Strangers had because it did pretty <laughs> damn well, ladies and gentlemen, off a $9 million budget, which is next to nothing, really, for a Hollywood movie. For an American like, film, yeah. For an American for a- film. It dominated. It made $82.4 million at the box office, this movie. So... <laughs> it's it's um become a cult classic and I think doesn't get the recognition it deserves. I there's a lot of people that haven't seen this movie. When I talk about it, I'm like, have you seen The Strangers? Like, no, what's that? I'm like, oh, what? Where were you in 2008? <laughs> where were you? <laughs> I know where I was, traumatized by this damn movie. This movie does for um for staying home alone, what you know, the Blair Witch Project did for camping. <laughs> it's just like, oh, with Jaws no. going swimming. Not okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I anytime you're in, I always have it in the back of my mind, anytime in like some kind of at least rural area, I'm like, this is the time. This is it. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. Mm. But um mm. yeah, I'm I'm gonna go first and give it three serial killer masks out of three. I think this is almost a perfect movie. Mm. Like mm. it it does everything it says it does like even the the title to strangers is interesting enough to make you want to watch the movie um the the acting from you know scott speedman and liv tyler phenomenal she can scream like no one's business but with a dad it's not a liv tyler kind of movie right like we just saw that thing you do and and things like that so one like obviously the script was solid because this was a departure from her usual roles I'm sure her well, agent wasn't going, like, yeah, do it, do it. I reckon she wanted to do it, but I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. yeah, so the other two people that had expressed interest in that role were Tandy Newton and Charlize Theron. No. Oh, Charlize. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, I, I think, think Charlize this, would have done it well, but I, I think I, Liv yeah, was I the one that this like, belongs, oh. yeah, This belongs to her. Yeah, like... Yeah. It, the, the the you know the fates and whatever got it right and Scott Speedman was fantastic in this movie like even for the scenes that aren't horror related like these they they are brilliant together and I think there's a lot to be said for the people that played the strangers as well mm-hmm. one of them was Australian Gemma Ward she was a model turned actress but they all did an amazing job on making this you know a night to remember. 
<laughs> Katie, what about you? What are you going to give it? What's the rating for you? Oh, God, three out of three. What are we rating it out of first? Out of scary, out of scary masks. Oh, yeah, three out of three. Oh, God. Yeah. Fuck this movie. Like, <laughs> like oh, God. Fuck this movie. Oh God, it's still scary. It's it's like I I know like when we like reference it, we're like that movie is scary, and I say yeah, that was a scary movie, but I forgot how scary this movie is. I mean, God, yeah. it is so effectively scary in such a simple way without having to use all these like really CGI or like. They don't rely on music scenes or anything like that. No, it's just and it, it doesn't have well to be crafted. Super, it doesn't have to be super gory or super bloody. It's just really simple. It sticks to the basics and it's effective. And God, it's scary. And it's so scary because it's such a realistic scenario. It's a bunch right. of home invasion. It's a home invasion. It's a bunch of people breaking into your house because they want to break into your house. Just just because you happen they to wanted to do your harm. Yeah, they right. want to do someone's harm. Right. And Liv Tyler anyone. actually had tonsillitis while filming this. So that bitch was screaming with a sore throat. <laughs> she did well. She did, she very, did very, very well. well. Luke, what about you? Serial killer mask? I will uh, concur with Katie. Three out of three serial killer masks. I think this film really is a... Uh, uh, a crew, uh, a jewel in the crown is what I was trying to say of this kind of genre. Like it's got everything right. It's got solid performances, great pacing, great build of tension. I don't think you could really fault this film. There's nothing that you would do differently. I think they really got it right. And um, yeah, I don't, if, if this is like something that you can tolerate, cause I don't think a lot of people can sit through a movie like this either. No, I don't think, no. Yeah. <laughs> like I know if it was someone like my mother, she'd be tapped, you know, tapped out when that bitch it's knocks a, at the door. It is very Camera home. <laughs> nope. Over. <laughs> it is very emotionally draining. So yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's draining. Yeah. It is. It's a draining movie. And I think, um, I, I thought this is the way I was thinking about it last night. So every time, that Scream pulled away for a joke or for a pop, for, for like a pop culture reference, this movie goes harder. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's kind of like Scream's bigger sister in that kind of way. Like Scream is well, like Scream, there are genuine Scream moments. Made like, there are, yeah, but Scream there are genuine moments of tension in Scream, but they like Scream. Scream goes, haha, tension joke. Okay, cool, relax. Oh my god, mystery. This one just starts at like seven. And you're at ten within like not even twenty minutes. This is like movie, a feature film of the Drew Barrymore scene from Scream. Well, it holds Scott. you there. Scream is pastel goth. The Strangers is just goth goth. <laughs> yes, and look, it became a cult classic. But we had to wait ten years for a sequel. Ten whole years, and the whole reason that we're talking about these movies now. Is because this was announced recently. A sequel, but not one, not two, but the Strangers trilogy. All three new movies, all three (laughs) new movies are coming this year. Um, Now, we don't know a lot about these new movies at all. They have been filmed. Is Tyler in any of them? Well, we don't know. know. Um, the only there has been a small scene 
that has been released. Um, the star of this movie is Madeline Pest from uh, Riverdale. For those of us that she plays Cheryl Blossom on Riverdale. Ooh. For those, uh, she's a great actress. She is Bean. hot. She's hot, hot, hot. Um, but she's also a fantastic actress. And the You're only Tyler thing that hot. has been, yeah, there's been a couple of shots of The Strangers and there's been one scene with her that is very reminiscent of the kitchen, that first kitchen scene in the still that we've shown. So, um, this is this is this is coming in May, folks. So we're we're edging you towards the first instalment. So if you enjoyed uh, the Strangers Part One, two thousand and eight, please join us again when we discuss Strangers, Craig at night. But until then, lock the doors, baby. Grab your shotgun. The curtain is you know. <laughs> no. Now I can hear the Make fans sure. spinning in the other room. I'm like, is it me who turned it on? Make sure Tamara's not home. Keep it creepy, folks. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.